Hare Krishna. Today's topic of discussion is the reason why Mother Sita prevented Hanuman from killing Ravana. After hearing Hanuman's description of Sri Ram, Sita became fully convinced that he was indeed a messenger sent by her husband. Thus, she began sharing tears of joy. Hanuman then took the opportunity to give Sita Rama's ring which had his name inscribed on the inside of the band. When she received it, her face blossomed with joy as if she were experiencing the arrival of Rama himself. She then said to Hanuman, I am eternally indebted to you for this wonderful gift. You are so magnanimous to have come here for my sake. Now please tell me more about Lord Sri Ramachandra. With folded hands, Hanuman replied, It is only because Rama does not know where you are that he has not come here to rescue you. Without you, Rama does not know even a moment's peace of mind. Truly, as soon as I return and inform Rama of your presence here, he will immediately come and kill Ravana. Sita then urged, You must stress to Rama the urgency of the matter, for after two months, Ravana will kill me. Ravana's brother Vibhishana has repeatedly pleaded with Ravana to return me to Rama. Likewise, Vibhishana's eldest daughter, Kala, has told me how an old and wise minister named Avindya forewarned Ravana to the eminent destruction of the Rakshasas by the hands of Sri Ram. Regardless, Ravana refuses to listen to this advice. Hanuman then suggested, If you like, I can immediately deliver you to Rama by carrying you on by carrying you to Piskinda on my back. I am sure that the Rakshasas could not keep up with me as I fly across the ocean. Sita was thrilled to hear this prospect, but still she replied, Your proposal seems quite like what a monkey would present. How can someone so small even think of carrying me across the ocean? Hanuman was a little offended by this remark and so he thought, how little she thinks of me. Then to demonstrate his prowess, Hanuman revealed his gigantic form. Boasting said, if you like, I can uproot the entire city of Lanka. Then along with Ravana, carrying it back to Rama. So please, my dear mother, give up your doubts of me. Sita then admitted, you are certainly very strong to carry me across the ocean. However, I do not think it is such a good idea. Oh Hanuman, since I am completely devoted to my husband, I do not want to touch the body of anyone else but Sri Ram. When I was kidnapped by Ravana, I was helpless and had no choice. However, Rama must now come here himself to rescue me after killing this wicked Rama, Ravana. This act alone would be worth of enhancing his glorious reputation. Hanuman replied, I appreciate your statements, mother. You are just befitting the chaste and righteous wife of Rama. I will now leave, but first, please give me some token that I can give to Rama to help me convince him that I have actually met you. 
With tears filled eyes, Sita replied in a faint voice, O Hanuman, to convince Rama that you have met me, you may relate to him the following incident. One day, while we were residing at Chitrakut, after playing in the water, Rama sat down dripping wet on my lap. At that time, a crow came and began pecking at me, as though eager to eat my flesh. I picked up a lump of dirt to throw to scare it away, but the determined crow remained on the scene, hiding nearby. The crow returned after a while and again pecked at me. I took shelter of Rama by sitting on his lap and he comforted me, wiping the tears from my eyes. Feeling exhausted, I soon fell asleep in Rama's arms. Likewise, he soon too dozed off. Taking advantage of this opportunity, the crow suddenly swooped down and clawed at my breast. This awakened Rama, who felt drops of my blood falling on him coming from my wounds. Seeing the cuts on my breast, Rama became enraged and asked me to identify the culprit. Then before I could answer, he saw the crow sitting at a distance his claws dripping with blood. In great anger, Lord Ramachandra took a blade of kusha grass from his mat and surcharged it with the power of Brahmastra. As the straw burst into the flames, Rama hurled it at the crow. Then as the bird flew in the sky, the kusha grass weapon followed it. This crow was, however, the son of Indra. And while being chased by the Brahmastra, he tried to obtain shelter all over the universe. Even his father was powerless to help him. Finally, the crow came and surrendered to Rama. Out of compassion, Rama forgave the pale, exhausted bird, but said, This Brahmastra cannot be ineffectual. Therefore, it must be directed somewhere. Saying this, Rama directed the weapon to destroy the crow's right eye. Thereafter, Indra's son departed after offering his obeisances. Sita became overwhelmed with sorrow while relating her pastime with Rama. Then, with tear-stained eyes, she said, O Hanuman, formerly Rama used the Brahmastra against an insignificant crow. Why does he not attack Ravana now? Does Rama no longer have any affection for me? In some former life, I must have committed an abominable sin to cause Rama to disregard me now. Hoping to encourage the desperate Sita, Hanuman reassured Sita, saying, I can personally watch for the fact that he is feeling great separation from you. Rama is completely merged in the depths of the ocean of sorrow. Now please give me some object that I can show to Ram. Sita said, At least I now have some real hope of being rescued. Somehow you must urge Rama to come quickly. For if I must pass another month away from him, I will surely die from grief. Saying this, Sita took a bright jewel from her cloth and then 
she formally used to that she formally used to ornament her head gave it to hanuman sita said when rama sees this jewel he will remember three persons since it was given to me by my mother as a dowry gift in presence of rama and his father o hanuman please return quickly and urge rama to quickly terminate my unbearable suffering thank you hare krishna जय श्री प्रभुपाद